0: Welcome to South Sound Connected, a podcast where we'll talk to the people behind the wheel and discover how transit connects us all to life here in the 253. Welcome aboard, let's go for a ride.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to episode three. My name is Penny Grelier and I appreciate you tuning in. Today on South Sound Connected, We're going to talk with Tina Thomas from Pierce Transit Safety and Training Department about what it takes to be a Pierce Transit bus driver. So welcome, Tina. Thanks for being here today.
0: Thank you for having me, Penny. I really look forward to this.
1: Could you tell our listening audience a little bit about yourself and how you came to be an employee of Pierce Transit?
0: Sure, Um, so I began my career here in 2003. As a matter of fact, it was November, so I'm approaching my 18th year. Um, I started out, I was 23 years old, um, signed up for the uh, relief transit operator position. Um, I worked the relief board for about two years and then went full-time. I drove full-time for the last 15 years and in, August of 2019, I applied for instructor with the training department. Um, It was a relief position then. Um, So from 2019 until just this past September, I was a relief instructor. So I was still driving the bus, but also instructing new hires and training. Um, And then in September of this year, I just went full time. So Finally got my full time position, and here I am. Great,
1: thank you. That sounds like quite a journey. Um, one of the things I just want to let the listeners know is, when we say the term operator, we mean bus driver. Those those two different terms are used interchangeably. Um, so Tina, can you please give us a brief overview of the training program? that a new recruit would go through to become an operator with
0: Pierce Transit? Of course. So our training program after onboarding uh, consists of 28 days, uh, which includes 21 days of on the road training and seven days of classroom training. During this time, trainees are preparing to take the federal CDL exam to become a transit operator. So in addition to the CDL exam, each day the trainees will learn a new set of skills and techniques that are taught from our training department's course skills and standards book. And then once they head out on the road for that day with their assigned instructors, they will then have the opportunity to practice and demonstrate the new course skills learned that day as well as those taught from the previous days. After the 28th day, uh, they have a graduation, and uh, that means they've completed uh, phase one, which was the 28 days with us. Then they go on to phase two, um, which is mentorship, which is three days where they go on the road in service with an assigned senior operator as their mentor. And they then learn how to, and I'm using air quotes, become a bus driver. So they'll learn the day to day how to interact uh, Get into the groove of reading the paddle and things of that nature after mentorship they then go into phase three which is route training and route training is 20 days of route training or four weeks where they will be placed with a different senior operator each day to learn the routes um, that we operate or operate excuse me And then after they finish that, they go on to phase four, which is once they complete route training, they're out on their own. And typically completion of phase four uh, is when another instructor will find what route they're doing and we meet them somewhere during the day on the route and the instructor rides with them for one trip in service just to make sure that they are doing and driving the way that they were taught in training with us. And then after that, uh, they once they complete probationary status, which is six months or 1,040 hours, then they become a full-fledged uh, RTO.
1: What does RTO stand for?
0: Relief Transit Operator.
1: Okay. So I remember when you and I were, were talking last week, you mentioned that before you started with Pierce Transit as an operator, um, you hadn't really driven a big vehicle before and and the thought of driving a bus was kind of um, overwhelming. So do you find that the training really, the whole program that you're offered as a trainee helps you get over that kind of scary idea of driving a big bus?
0: Absolutely. So. When I started, I had never driven anything larger than my 19, I think it was a 1989 or a 1990 Dodge Caravan. Mm-hmm. So the thought of me driving this 40-foot piece of equipment was terrifying, let alone operating it. Then we only had the one Narrows Bridge. So going over the Narrows Bridge or even into downtown Seattle was the most terrifying thought for me. By the time i finished training and mentorship and route training i was out there on my own i grew to love seattle only and i loved going over the bridge so you get extensive training and for the most part you do overcome those fears by the time you're finished with training
1: now well, that's good to know um w- what skills and characteristics would you say that someone needs to bring to the table when they're looking into becoming a bus driver with Pierce Transit?
0: So we serve the people of this county from all walks of life. So most importantly, good customer service skills is a must. We are also looking for individuals who are coachable. We don't expect you to come here knowing how to drive a bus, although a lot of our applicants and current employees did. I, of course, was not one of them, but here I am still driving and thriving. Um, we also need individuals who are empathetic to the needs of our community. But that's really, really important, again, because we transport people from all walks of life. Um, reliability um, is a must. I mean, after all, the public relies on us to transport them safely to where they need to be. So we need to know that we can count on you to show up and make it happen. Um, Lastly, we, we, we also need people that are flexible and adaptable. Um, as a relief transit operator or an RTO, you know, the schedule is relatively unpredictable. Uh, our first run starts at 1.31 a.m. and our last run returns to the base at approximately 1.15 a.m. so you will be expected to work and or be available anywhere within those Parameters.
1: Okay. So that kind of leads into my next question. Now, you know, we don't want to sugarcoat the fact that the training period and in your initial year of, of service as a driver won't have its challenges. What do you think is the most challenging part of being an operator and uh, what kind of trainings offered to help uh, deal with
0: that challenging aspect? Right now, schedule aside, uh, because schedule sc- the schedule is challenging uh, for a lot mm. of people. Um, but that aside, um, another big challenge for our operators is keeping your cool and remaining professional, uh, especially right now with so so many or so much time of uncertainty. Um, you know, as an operator, you're going to encounter difficult passengers difficult motorists, even difficult pedestrians, Um, but staying level-headed and professional often can present a challenge for some. Um, We offer our Senior Operator Refresher Training class or SORT for short for all drivers, um, whether they're new hires or current operators. Uh, The most recent one we had touched on customer service, conflict and aggression management, and offer de-escalation techniques that you can use when faced with these challenges. Uh, Pierce Transit also offers um, our EAP or Employee Assistance Program. And we have an amazing um, peer support team available for drivers uh, if they just need someone to talk to or they need resources in the community. That's also available uh, to help them dealing with the stress of being an operator.
1: Um, so kind of on the flip side of that, if you were to look back at, at your time as an operator or just your career so far at Pierce Transit, what do you think is the most rewarding part of working with the
0: agency? The most rewarding part of working with Pierce Transit is the ability to grow your career if you choose to do so. I've never worked at another place that had so many career avenues and opportunities and here if you decide to if, if you want to grow your career this is the place to do it they offer courses that will put you on the correct pathway to expand your career here with the agency as well as they have apprenticeship programs and you can also even job shadow different positions just to see if it's a good fit for you
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, amongst the different things that I've done um, working with operators over the last few years, it's really interesting that there are some people who have been operators for a lot of years and they just love it and they love doing all different kinds of routes and schedules. And then there are other people that you meet that started out as an operator and then, you know, maybe went to service supervisor or to a totally different part of the agency, maybe even in management. So it does seem like there are a lot of different directions you can move in or different jobs you can try um, once you start working with the agency, for sure.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, What do you think that, that our listeners would find is the most surprising thing about being an operator or maybe the most
0: enjoyable part of the job? So personally for me, the most surprising part when I was an operator was the fact that I had the best mobile office that money could buy. I get to sit on a bus and drive and transport our passengers at the same time I was getting paid to watch the sunrise or the sunset each day, depending on what time of day and what route I was driving. Um, Also, Being able to make someone's day by a simple smile or hello was very rewarding for me. Um, You would be surprised how those small little random acts of kindness, how far they go for some unsuspecting person. Mm -hmm. Um, Another surprising tidbit as an operator is you will quickly learn where all the best restaurants are located at in the county. (laughs) Anybody who knows knows that bus drivers know where all the good places are to eat and even in King County as well. Um, Another enjoyable part of this job is watching your passengers or their children grow up over the years. Um, You inadvertently become a part of their extended family. So, you know, as time goes on, and as the wheels keep turning, you know you might not see them for a few years, but when you do, you know, you'll get to see current photos or hear about the graduations or weddings, births, retirements, et cetera. So that's kind of nice when they they recognize you over the years, and they they share that little small part of their life with you still
1: mm-hmm. so it's it's almost like you've taken a job where. You're pretty independent because you're in charge of that bus as it's on the road. But at the same time, you have a whole bunch of different people to interact with who you, you get to know over time. So it's like not exactly co-workers, but a community that's built on board the bus. Exactly.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah, I expect that's something that not a lot of people think about when you say, you know, being a bus driver. There's the mechanical aspect, but there's also, like you said, customer service and connections with people and, and that kind of thing. And restaurant critic, apparently, as well.
0: <laughs> exactly, you know, when my brother-in-law, who's also a driver here, he started in 1996. And when I turned 21, he was telling me, you should apply, you should apply. And in the back of my head, I was like, nobody wants to be a bus driver. And, you know, I'm thinking of Ralph Cramden, you know, so I was like, no, that's not the job for me. And then as time went on, I was like, well, you know, I kept seeing the ad that Pierce Transit would take out in the Sunday paper. And I'm like, well, maybe I could give it a shot, you know? And then I did it. And one thing that I was told when I first started is the years roll by. Once you get behind the driver's seat, the years just roll by. And I think that still holds true to this day. I was talking to one of my classmates that I started with uh, last week. And, you know, we were just saying, you know, he's one of the assistant managers now, but we were just saying who would have thought that, you know, November of 2003, we both would still be here and where we're at, you know, but the time flies as soon as you get behind that wheel, as the miles go on, the time does fly.
1: Yeah, that's that's really nice to hear. I like that idea of kind of making those, those connections and, um, you know, seeing people that you went into training with succeed in different ways and keeping in touch with them. I think that's, that's a really nice aspect of building a career with an agency. Um,
0: It definitely is. It definitely is. It, 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 those friends become your family.
1: Yeah. Well, Tina, we've, We've reached the end of uh, our episode here, but I do want to thank you ever so much for the time and the thought that you've put into answering these questions and just giving our listeners a great kind of peek into behind the scenes of becoming an operator. And and if if someone does that, the wonderful kind of benefits and skills that they develop along the way. So thank you again for, for being on the podcast today.
0: Thank you for having me. I I really appreciate the opportunity.
1: Yeah. And uh, folks, uh, stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking with Mike Griffiths, the new CEO of Pierce Transit. And until then, uh, have a great day and thank you for listening.